Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to After the Gig. After the Gig. Welcome to After the Gig. I'm Jesse Humphrey. I'm your host. Welcome back after a two-week hiatus. Coming back with your favorite guest, everyone's favorite guest, Mr. John Markle. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, email into the podcast at afterthegigpod at gmail.com. We were so excited to play some shows, some real shows this past weekend. So, yeah, Um, you're catching John and I on the road as we were driving up to Washington, D.C. for a show at Union Stage, which was live streamed. And uh, yeah, in the following weeks, there's going to be some cool announcements from Carbon Leaf. There are tickets on sale to shows at the Birchmere and to Annapolis at Ram's Head on stage, some limited capacity seating and multiple shows. I think a couple are sold out already as I'm speaking now, so I'm sorry. Um, but there's some other things, other things that are coming up. And uh, yeah, stick around for the episode and uh there's going to be some fun stuff coming up soon very soon all right enjoy the episode i'll talk to you later bye Did I do it? Uh, if the red light's on, it's recording. <sighs> I wish we had lav mics for this. This is this seems wildly dangerous. Yeah, remember when we did this and I was driving the bus? Yeah. That was super dangerous. Pretty bad idea. But we did it, and now we're doing it again. Um, Hi, John. I gotta say, it, to all the people that are passing us in cars right now, we must look like such assholes. The craziest. <laughs> like two dudes driving, talking into microphones. Yeah. It's just so we can hear each other. <clears throat> yeah. I am, I feel like an asshole, honestly. So do I, but that'll pass. Yep. It always does. After 33 and years. I just go right back to what it I normally do. So this week, man. Yeah. Playing shows, and it's awesome. But you, you need to figure out how to be less cold all the time, dude. It wasn't that cold, dude. Fuck off! It was freezing this whole time. Was so cold. Um, and so to set up what's happening right now, we are. We just played three days of shows. We are doing our fourth day of shows. Two, two shows every night. Uh, We've done so two far. shows the last two nights. So we're only doing one show tonight. We only did one show the first night. Right. Which, um, we, if if we had two shows on the first night, the first one would have got canceled because it was rainy. And um, but it's been cold every uh, single time because we're because it's COVID times. So we have to play uh, outside. And social distanced. Now let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
it's been it's been great the way that they set everything up i don't know how you feel about it john but let me just say one thing uh guys you gotta stay in your pots (laughs) (laughs) what is wrong with you what the fuck so the only way that this works is that we all we all uh comply we all have to look at this fucking plane See it, that plane? Yeah, I see the plane. It, look like, it looks like it's going to land on the highway behind us. Yeah, it does. That doesn't... Oh, my God. Crazy. That's um, scary. Yeah. So, you don't have to... Like, here's the thing. Like, there's different levels of, of you know, uh, comfort with all of this COVID stuff. And some people are really, you know, hyper aware of it and, like, you know... Doug, for example, is very hyper aware. He doesn't like us to talk uh, talk about him being hyper aware of it, but but he is. And I don't that, think he minds us talking about him being like vigilantly safe. <laughs> he's probably pretty proud of that. <laughs> but he's definitely you like need, you need that guy on the team, though. Yeah, he's been he's been like talking to no one, going nowhere. Um, he sent us an email before this run was like, guys. <sighs> You know, everyone needs to wear two masks. <laughs> no, he, well, he was like, I'm going to a wedding two yeah. days before. Everyone's going to be masked up. I'm not going to go near anybody. Uh, you know, I don't know if you still want me on this run or not. We're like, just come on. It's fine. It's like, dude. Because, I mean, if you're like you and me who are working full time jobs outside right. of this, I'm, and mine's a retail job and yours is a, like a warehouse job. Yeah. It's like, per, in a we're warehouse. around tons of people. So to be, to be, you know, hyper vigilant of like social distance and stuff is impossible. Right. So it's just like uh, my, my, uh, my callus for this has built up. Oh, is that, is that the dudes? No, it's not the dudes. No. Sorry. It's our, it's our <clears throat> the dudes. That's a baby trailer. Our trailer would eat that trailer. That's true. Um, so, so anyway, you can disagree and there's different levels of comfort with, with, uh, you know, masks and distance and all that good stuff. But the reason we're allowed to play these shows right now is because there have been certain rules set up. You don't have to agree with the rules, but they are the rules for now because everyone is just doing the best they can. And I would imagine that venues are on have like pretty short leashes and are on thin ice sure. as it starts because if there's spikes, it can all go away. In, it in all a day. goes away. It all goes away. As we've seen, shows get canceled by you know they come, in a drop of a hat. Yeah. What's that? What's that saying? Easily. Um, I think it's the kick of a bucket. At, at, a, tr- at a drop of a button. The drop of a button. At a drop of a button, the they shows can got all take it all away from you. So. So you gotta follow rules, and every night there's been at least like normally a couple, you know, drink like pounding white claws, and they are like, let's yeah. take our masks up and go right up to the front. Through <laughs> this, it's like crazy. Thought this was America. Yeah, it's um, like yeah. And I gotta say, last last night, the the lady that did it, the two ladies that did it. White I, only claw, saw, I only saw one. She had a partner like second half of oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. White claw in hand. There, there are literally this. The last night was the best social distanced. Um, like I think that comes as, in the starter kit for someone like that, dude. <laughs> last night they had um, like they put up little stakes with with uh, string around it, so you actually had your little box. Like stay in your box. 
This lady came from the back, came all the way up front, and was standing in between two boxes dancing. In the very center. With no mask on, in the very center, and then, after a little bit, with without a mask, went into other people's uh, squares. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. was like, hey! It's live music, huh? It's like, <laughs> bitch, this is great. You're ruining it. Yeah, it's, it's not so cool. crazy. Because you see people just... Maybe that aren't aren't so comfortable with with the situation. Aren't so comfortable. Uh, maybe maybe it's their first trip out in in six or seven months, and they uh, and they finally mustered up the courage to go out and be around people and go do something that that brings them back to some sense of normal. Um, and then you have somebody that is. Yes, I get it. You're up there. You're trying to have a good time. Like that's their their way of like kind of taking their their life back, I guess, a yeah. bit. But and I and I understand that, but you have to know that you're making you're making someone else feel uncomfortable. Like the first the night the uh the second show in Columbus when the couple did it. It's in a tent. It's not like everyone was pods in pods. It's it's kind of outside, but there's tables around. It's not a, a very big space. No, so not at all. Between two tables, like the tables were maybe six feet apart, maybe, uh, probably not six feet apart. But um, the the couple just came up from their table in the back, and they're the only people standing. It's a seated show. It's as if we were playing in a restaurant. Um, I got to get away from people like being right next to us because I feel like a fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, people are pulling up next to us, like looking over, like I'm what pretty. The fuck I'm are pretty they sure doing? that we passed we passed someone and they and they sped back up to to see what we were doing. <laughs> um, but I mean, <laughs> this couple gets up in front and the guy was wearing a chin diaper and. The lady had no mask on, and they're just dancing, and they're drunk, and they're, like, singing the words, which makes it even worse because they're fucking, you know, they're getting their germs all over everybody. So, hi, how you doing? <laughs> um, so, the, it's just, so it, also it's not, not cool. It makes the, me the, feel uncomfortable. The other, the other side of that is, and this is where awareness comes in and lack of awareness, and I don't want to, like... Don't mean to give a give away any anybody, but the the person they, they were between two people, and both people that they were standing in between and way too close to. Right. Both friends of mine. One is a friend of mine, and an older woman. So an older woman without a without a mask on, just like okay, I'm in my pod, I'm socially distanced, and someone comes up without a mask and stands on top of you and starts dancing yeah. and singing. That's not good. The person to their right, the other person, had just finished almost a full year of chemo and radiation. Right. It's like, dude, you're talking to a seriously, like, yeah. a, a person that's like, all right, this is very risky, but I just want to go to a concert because yeah. this is what I do. And, like, just, just finally getting their life back and, like... I need people to not be near me, and they just come right up and dance yeah. and sing right and you can't, next to. And and you know this person is so nice. Will you know? No one's gonna say anything. Yeah. No, like people all they all want to have a good time, and then there's this underlying stress and anxiety that comes with being around people for maybe the first time, and especially in that situation, you're just like, 
fuck, man. I, I made this, I made this real conscious decision to come out and, you know, I, I got, I finally got the okay. And now I have to deal with these fucking people. <laughs> like, come on. We all, we have a deal. Yeah, <laughs> we, I know. we all, we all signed up for this thing so we can, we can get this part of our lives back. And you're just not, you're not being a team player. Yeah, totally. And, um, yeah, I, I just, it just makes me feel weird when people go and, and just, just say, Hey, fuck you to what's going on. And I'm just going to do it. It's so fucking selfish, you know? And, and, uh, it makes me think of when I saw Theo Vaughn in, um, I saw him in Massachusetts when he was doing stand up, and there was this guy sitting right behind us who just kept yelling out like you know this past weekend quotes and stuff and he legitimately thought that he was helping he legitimately thought that he was like part of the show and he was helping Theo out and he made it funny when it was so obvious that everyone was uncomfortable and no one could say anything because nobody wants to get into that kind of situation in a public place unless you're a fucking lunatic well this goes into I mean the the stop yelling free bird shirts are not just about it's for those people it's for those people those people the, who are like i cannot stand to not have all the attention on me right now and i cannot stand that people are putting their attention towards something else so i need to do something to get the attention back on me and freebird is is like is just a, a microcosm into that world it, it it happens to be the absolute worst of all the offenses as far as like the heckling <laughs> stuff goes but that is a perfect example of who of who that person is and no it's not it's not always like that's a blanket statement like that someone that yells free bird is going to be the one that to not wear a mask and, and like spit in someone's face or sing, sing lyrics loudly out in a closed environment. But, um, I would say that there isn't any, any people that yell free bird, um, that aren't those people. Can I, does that make sense? Can I, I got to bring up something. So, Freebird, yelling Freebird is. I I can only imagine that all of your listeners are on our team. I'm sure some aren't. I'm sure some don't get it. All right. So here's it, the it thing. It is definitely it is definitely a thing amongst musicians, and this is an inside baseball musician podcast that that opens it up to to the the fan and the listener and makes it more. We're, we're trying to let them in on on the the way musicians are and how and how they perceive things. Yes. So and one of the things one of the things that every every musician knows every musician knows is you will be at a concert and someone will yell "Free Bird," which is it's like at this point. Where did it start? Um, is I, it like in a movie or something? And I, I don't I don't know. It, I wonder. I mean, it goes back to the. It, there's something. There's something about um, the original Freebird, where like people loved the original song so yeah. much that they would yell it at Leonard Skinner concerts, and then it like melded over into like, oh, ever you know, you got to play it too. Right. And it was like a, a th- it was a thing at, at first, but it was 
at this point, it's turned into, think of the least creative thing that any person can possibly do. It's like, it's like, um, it's like one of those things, like one of the things that, that bothers me in life, we're going to rewind a little bit. One of the things that bothers me in life is people not trying and, and just like, and I get it. Not everyone is, has creative mind, but like the low hanging fruit, it's, it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like the, the lamest version of like cultural appropriation where it's just like, I can't come up with anything good to say or do. So I'm just going to take this thing that everyone else does and do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like Facebook statuses are a lot of that. And I, and I'm sorry if I, oh, yeah. if I bum any of you out, but anytime you like go on to, you know, at this point, like Facebook statuses says like, I feel personally attacked. It's like, I get it. It's a, th- you're, you're calling out to this thing that everybody says, or this, or right. like all of the feels or like something like that. It's like, we, there's probably a better way to say what you want to say without saying this thing that a million people have already said. That that's the type of thing. I think as a human race, we all just can't help ourselves. <laughs> there's and, there's and some every, truth to that. And everybody everybody in some respect like I've been ultra conscious of it with and we can talk about the the couple weeks off of live streaming and and podcasting just needing to disconnect because seeing everybody just throw their feelings out on uh, in the public forum on Facebook like like they're not personal things like those things in my opinion they don't they don't all need to be out there you know and nobody everyone's lost their sense of humor and everyone just needs to lighten the fuck up (laughs) you know it's just I don't understand. I don't understand how this all happened, and I think a lot of it comes from. I talk a lot about this with with my buddy Nick about how technology has kind of uh, made everyone all hyper. I mean, everyone knows that everyone's hypersensitive to everything now, but um, I don't know really where I'm going with this. Well, but all I know is that people need to lighten the fuck up. True. <laughs> My my point is more to if you're gonna try something, you might as well try. Be a, be a hard trier is all, is all I'm saying. Like, yeah. like if you want, like even if you want to put something out into the into just not even Facebook. Like forget social media and stuff. Out into the world, at least try to do it well is is all I'm saying. And I think there's a serious lack of of people trying to do unique things and, and and try to do things in a different way. Like when you sit down to write a song is a perfect example. If I if I sit down and write, you know, lyrics, which is what most people, you know, attach themselves to, and I go I woke up this morning and I walked down the street and I felt real good and I'm walking on my feet. You'd be like, this song sucks. You can say I woke up this morning, but you have to say it in a completely different way, which is, you know, which is what sort of Barry, Barry is, is like, I think an absolute genius at. He can say something. He, he picks an idea and he said he uses words to express that in a completely different way where if you pull apart his words you're like oh he said I woke up this morning but he said it in a completely different way you know I'm constantly saying to myself how the fuck did he think of that well yeah exactly and how did exactly and because and, and the 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 best 
you know, the best songwriters and the best lyric writers or, or you know, poems or whatever, like, wow, they took this, they took this idea that, that might seem simple from my point of view and, or, or this, this perspective on anything, on this thing, not even simple, whatever, and they just took it, they, they came at it from a completely different angle, and I'm like, holy fuck, how did you think of it that way? And so that it shows and that, you how people, like, see the world in different places, exactly. in different ways. And I'm just saying, we could all, we should all strive for that. Uh, m- most of us, including me, will fall short of it, but you at least have to try, is, is all I'm saying. Yelling Freebird at a concert is the exact opposite of that. To such a far extreme where it's just like, okay, this is this dumb thing that one is the least creative thing you can possibly think of. So, so incredibly unoriginal. So you've done you've done the least original, the least creative thing. You 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 burned the least amount of calories and you annoyed the most amount of people. And if you're that kind of person that goes out into the world and like, oh man, everyone's having such a good time. I'm gonna draw negative attention to myself by doing this incredibly dumb thing and have people hate me. Fucking kill yourself. Like if that's the way you're approaching, if that's the way you're approaching the world, fuck off. Like that's the worst. Nothing about me ever wants to make, like how many pranks have I pulled on you? None. Exactly. Zero. My, like, w- why That is you... one of the things I love so much about you, because I fucking hate pranks, and I'm so gullible, and I fall for everything. Dude, so nothing, it... nothing about me in this world wants to go out and, and, like, annoy people. I want people's day to get better always, until, you know, until I don't, obviously, like, yeah. you know. But it's just like... I don't know. I don't. Tell someone yells free bird. I don't get the idea of like trying to make other people's day worse. Tr- you know, yeah. in general. And that's a slippery slope because if you're if you're the kind of person that plays pranks and then someone is, you know, a buddy of yours, that person is on edge every time they're around you. Yeah. <laughs> From that point on, I, I don't get it. In uh, at my job. Uh, they do this thing where um, they put the security tags like in your in your uh, in your basket or in your backpack or whatever. So when you leave, you set off the alarm. Oh. So they play they play like that prank. That's fucked up. And uh, I was like, if anyone does this to me, I'm kicking the shit out of you. Just <laughs> so you know, like I don't want this. I don't want you to do it to me. If you do it, I'm kicking the shit out of you. And and they know that I'm serious because uh, like uh, a while ago I told someone that I really hate um, like like wet willies. Like yeah, I, I don't like people touching my ears. I hate them too. Anyway, and Genevieve gives me them all the time. I fucking hate it. Well, maybe you should try this. As I said, if someone gives me a wet willy, I'm kicking the shit out of them. And of course, there's always one dude that's like, let's try it. <laughs> let's see if he's Who serious. Who also yells Freebird. <laughs> yeah. And he totally wet willied me. And I, 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 I didn't hit him in the face, but I hit him in the body a bunch of times, which if you've never been hit in the body, it hurts. It sucks. Really bad. Um, And I hit him in the body a bunch of times, and then I grabbed him in like a tie clinch and just kneed him in the legs 
a bunch of times, and he was like, "All right, well, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess we should wear William again." It's prison. It's prison rules. <laughs> when you get to prison, you got to beat the crap out of one person so nobody messes with you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then, and he so, probably couldn't walk for the rest of the day. Yeah, he he was he was pretty unhappy, but he learned from his experiences. Well, that's so, very extreme. Um, but so here's the thing. So here's the thing. I got to talk about these these t-shirts that I saw. The Keep yelling Freebird shirts. Oh, see now before before you get before you go before I let you (laughs) before I let you go. I'm holding you back right now, but before I let you go, Mm -hmm. um, I saw those those shirts. I'm not. I don't know who made them. Maybe they're now they're ex fans of the podcast. But I have to say, don't go looking for them, and sure as fuck, don't buy them. Right. Do not support these people. Uh, Yeah. When I saw that on Facebook. I was, I immediately said, oh, John, <laughs> oh, John's not going to like this. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Just, tell, just, so, just so go ahead. Let me preface this again. Like, I, I, I'm sure this is all born out of all of, 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 of ignorance and again, just being a square, just not being a, a clever person. And I'm sure these people are very nice people. I, I, as people, I, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm sure they're they're awesome people. I have no, I have no doubt because they're hanging out with people that I love, right? Right. So, that being said, people took my "Stop Yelling Freebird" shirt, and they made exact copies that say keep yelling freebird so same font same colors same color shirts same exact font which i put work time and money into by the way i didn't just willy-nilly put this make this thing uh first of all the, the the original idea of yelling freebird first of all we've already covered is is the the absolute most garbage person thing you can do on so many levels it's it's uncreative it's it's unoriginal and it's annoying it's the most annoying thing every musician on this planet knows wow that's a really dickhead thing to do okay so you're already starting in a bad place then to take that unoriginal idea and steal somebody's t-shirt that they put time and effort into in, in, in the exact way is also doubly unoriginal and unclever right and you're doubling down on this it's it's like this never-ending fractal of uh, of of horrible ideas yeah I couldn't believe it I, I saw and again I know they didn't do it like on purpose like haha we're gonna no of course we're gonna not. Be bad I know that but God you gotta have some awareness right I when I saw the shirt I was like are you motherfucking kidding me yeah 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 crazy it is crazy um, as we as we as as we pass this um, <clears throat> this place that sells RVs gander RV I um I just want to tell you about a fun road game that I like to play whenever whenever I'm on the road, feeling a little bored. Yeah. Um, if you drive by an RV, if someone's, you know, has a trailer or whatever, 
they all have funny names. They all have like you know like cougar and and uh, you know whatever 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 name that and they're all they're all kind of like ridiculous. So my fun game that I like to play is I like to put the word anal in front of the name of the trailer. Oh. And it works like like 90, 92% of the time. And that's a statistic that I uh, made up just now. So, so are we going to do that for the rest of this drive? I think we should. I don't know if we should do Except- it for this one coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. So we're passing the uh, anal FEMA. Is <laughs> legitimately... What is this? A Department it, of Homeland Security yeah, trailer? It's a, it's a FEMA trailer. I have never I mean, seen one of those. Well, it's because we're in, we're in uh, you know... Close to DC. Northern, yeah, we're, we're in Northern Virginia, and there's... I mean, we don't have to play. We could stuff. play. So what's well, that one? Did you see it? I couldn't read it. It went by too fast. fast. Um, I feel like most words, if you put the word anal in front of it, would probably work just fine. Yeah, but then you know... Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know what game I like to play when, uh, when I'm driving in my car, for on long drives, and sometimes I get so into this that I have to turn my music off so I can actually concentrate. Is I like to play. You just won a hundred million dollars in the lottery. How are you gonna spend your money? Oh, and that play game. This game? That game, I get so into it. So when I was, I think, I think this comes from when I was a, a little kid. My mom used to, she would um, uh, get like a magazine, like you know, like a, a whatever, like a products magazine, you know, like a, for, for when I was a kid, there was like a, a hunting and fishing one. It's called Orvis. Okay. And uh, we would go on each page, and she would go. Okay, what would you pick out from this page? And we would flip through the entire magazine and be like, on this page, I'd probably get that. And I'd be like, sweet. And we would do that for entire magazines. And I think it wow. wired me to like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know how I am anyway with just like stuff and just being like, oh, you know. You like it a lot. I want, I want to buy that. Like I'm just wired that way anyway. Um, and I think that was probably the seed that bore this this fruit. Yeah, that was probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember like doing that just, you know, eventually I would just do it on my own, just going through magazines and being like, I would get that, I would get that, I would get that on this page. I used to love, as a kid, it's not, it's kind of similar, but I, uh, I, I really used to love going through the, um, the holiday, holiday, not magazines, but the, uh, like the store pamphlets, what do you call those things? You get them in the paper, they have like, you know, Best Buy has this on sale for Christmas or whatever. Um... I used to love going through those and seeing what like the new video game was, seeing what kind of what kind of toys were coming out. It was it was great. Simpler times, really really fun. So, if you won a hundred million dollars, what are you doing? Well, so what, what's the first what's even... the first thing you do? And be realistic. No, be honest and be realistic, dude. This isn't even we're we're not even like shooting from the hip right now or like I've spent so much time like on long drives thinking about this. I spent this. so much money in my head. <laughs> I know no, I mean it's ridiculous. I mean honestly the the 
the first thing I would do is I would, you know, obviously set up something. They, they've done the math where it's like something after like $300,000 a year or something like that, you, you get into the mo money, mo problems. So my whole goal in life always is to just be happy. That's that's uh, like when I see see the clock is one two three four right now. Yeah. I look at that. I, I go like that. all right. Let's make a wish. My wish is always I just want to be happy. Just want to be a happy person. You know what I mean? Solid wish. Um, and so I would set up like a fund that was like you make. You know, I, I can I can live off of the you know the interest of of however many millions I have in the bank, and you and I get this much a year, and it would it would hover, it wouldn't be crazy, it would be, it would hover around where you know that happiness level is, you know, because I, I I can live like fairly simply, like right. I mean, if I had a billion dollars, I wouldn't go buying a freaking yacht, like no part of me wants to be on a, on a boat, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So like my, my pleasures are, are generally kind of simple. Um, so I would set up a, set up a little fund just so I was set for the rest of my life where like, okay, all my bills are paid. I can buy it. I could buy a house, you know, in Seattle or Austin, Texas or something like that if I wanted to. And that type of type of thing and, and live super comfortable, comfortably not have to worry about money. Boom. What would that house look like? Um, not huge. It would definitely have. I can't imagine you buying like a mansion. No, or no, I like have that. no interest in that. Like, a, like a like a house that has a couple extra bedrooms for so I could have guests comfortably stay if I want to. Um, I would have a, a garage like home gym, like a super sweet home gym that had. You know, really sweet jujitsu mats and and uh, you know heavy bags and double-ended bags and um, and then and then you know wait, this guy's going. Oh no, no, he's okay. not. Oh, he can. He fucking, wanted to. He can fucking sit in that lane. <laughs> um, but uh, but like a sweet home gym, and it would be it would be fairly simple. You know, I would honestly like I've had a, like one one part of my fantasy. I bought um, a house in Seattle, um, and then I bought the house behind it, so I had like a guest house, so I could let let That's my awesome. my buddy Hunter and his family just like live there and have like a connected yard. And That's fucking awesome. Yeah, totally. But, like that's that really would be would be sweet. But I would I would literally no one would ever pay for dinner ever again. Like we I would go out to eat and it would be like. It's on me, you know, because who doesn't love when that happens, right. you know? So I would do that forever. And I, w- I would give out, you know, I would obviously give, you know, my family, my sister, and my brother-in-law, and then my mom and dad, like... Drummer. And I, well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> it, like you know, I like to give presents to people. Yeah, dude. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> you can tell I'm already into this. I can feel the endorphins. I, I can coursing through can, my body. I can hear it in your voice of how excited you are. <laughs> the anal sandpiper. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, like what's this one? The a- anal discovery. <laughs> oh, you see how good this game is? <laughs> so good. I I employ all of you to play this game with your kids. It's family friendly, family fun, <laughs> and you can teach them some anatomy at the same time. So, can, can you ahead. imagine if we're like at the at, at the national, the last show of the year? You didn't know that I won the lottery, and I go, "All right, everybody, here's your you know what we do every year, where I give everybody Christmas presents." Yep. And you open up the envelope, and it's a check for a million dollars. That would be the best present ever. <laughs> Everyone would love me. 
if your goal is to have everyone love you, that'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that would do it. We good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We're good. Uh, yeah. I like the idea of having of having a compound of with your friends around. And yeah, like a sweet studio. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I love the idea of, uh, I don't know if you've seen any documentaries or any like interviews about Rick Rubin yeah. and, and his house and his studio um, where he wor- works out of it, obviously, but I love his whole setup. I love being able to like not really have to go anywhere and you have a cozy place. I don't, I wouldn't want anything too big and like lavish, but I would definitely want like a different area of, of the place where I could go. Like you would have your gym outside, which you've already kind of done for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, you know, you would have the, the place where you could, you know, go to the studio and practice and record and work and everything's just kind of set up. I love the idea of having things just set up and ready to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been like, we were talking about this earlier, being a dude that's lived in two bedroom apartments for the last fucking, uh, you know, six years or, or seven years. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I, I just want to have, I just want to have the space, like the space for things and to be able to do stuff. But, yeah. um, well, do yeah. you remember, um, this was like three years ago, you and Jen were looking at buying a house. Right. That place that we were looking the at was, barn in, place? It was in Wilmington. It was a barn. Dude. Yeah. It was, that place uh, was the <sighs> shit. Yeah. That place was so fucking expensive. We were, <laughs> we were legitimately trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and it just came down to, um, and whenever you find a house, I feel like when you find a house like that online, it's already too late. Yeah. You know, someone's already going to put in, put in a, a bid or, or whatever. And depending on it, I mean, first time home buyer <clears throat> at a you disadvantage. Know, you know, what's funny is, is I guess it just depends on the, I, mean, I don't know the, again, bro science, but as far as I can tell, it just depends on like the market and stuff like my house, like my house is real. Like I love my house. I, I, I love it. I, I absolutely love it and it's super cute and it's and it's for me it's you know, I mean it's a little a little Cape Cod house, but for me it's like it's I feel like it's a mansion. I feel like it's huge, you know, just as far as the room that I need. That house was on the market for and it was I mean, I bought that thing for a song. I mean yeah. I bought it for nothing. Yeah. And um it was you know, it was on the market for yeah, I think like a year, a year and a half, something like wow, that. Wow, that long! Isn't that crazy? So it's just like well, I feel it like just you depends got, on what's going on, right? And you got into the place like feels like at the right time, you know. Depending on yeah, it all depends on the neighborhood and what what the you know what the market looks like. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the uh, the fact that there was a uh, a serious um, drug dealing uh, operation going on immediately next door yeah. to me that co- probably kept the price down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kept it on the market for yeah, a, yeah. a while. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> but man, that place, I remember oh, just kind of daydreaming about it. And I told Barry, about, I was like, I got this, get this, look at this house. Look at how awesome this house is. I, know. I, I wanted it so bad. But it was so sweet. It's I very mean, important we to really... remember. It's very important to remember that, like, you see those things, it's like anything. Like going to buy a car or going going to buy anything that you think is like, oh my God, I need this. This is the best thing ever. That thing is going to come around all the time. You know, yeah. so 
so many of those things exist. There's so many different opportunities. So it's like, I always, that's one big thing that I've learned is to not get hung up on, on any one thing. It's like, all right, well, that'll, it's there. Another opportunity will come up and another place that may be even better or the same, whatever. It'll be fine. You know, who, who is in a lot of ways sort of living, living my best life within reason, obviously like Joe Rogan is living my best life, but, um, the who's who's reasonably living my best life is Steve Twigger. And I, his knew wife Allie. Say, I knew you were gonna say. I knew you were gonna say Twigger. I almost said Twigger. Yeah. Okay. Dude, his house is so for so for my fortieth birthday. I went to um, uh, Austin. Spent a week in Austin, and um, just it was it's funny. Like Katie and I's like idea of vacation is we just we went to Austin, went out to eat, and then went to a different gym every day. <laughs> That sounds like the most miserable, <laughs> miserable, fucking lame ass vacation of all time created, was, created by the devil. Dude, it was the most fun I've had at, like ever. And so anyway, uh, Twig lives in and, and Allie live in Austin and we just spent the whole time. Heritage with, booth, with them. boots, go buy Heritage boots yeah, if you they need. Just, but Twig, Twig and Allie just bought a, um, a, uh, a boot shop in... Uh, um, in Austin. If so. you if you need uh, the best high grade, custom, beautiful cowboy boots, yeah, or cowgirl boots, you go to Heritage. Yeah, Alley too. Right? Alley too. Like I, w- I hope that they they make. We were talking about going to uh, Garner Brothers and and trying to look at some hats. Yeah, Allie will take. She'll buy a hat, um, just like a plain basic hat, and. You know, yeah, and do a bunch of stuff to it, and man, her hats are rad. People I, that do those kinds of things, like take take stuff and customize it, uh, man, I am not like that. I'm trying to get more like that, but yeah. I, I get I get this weird, I get uncomfortable with like changing some. I feel like I'm gonna break yeah. it or I'm gonna yeah. wreck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have the, um, which is weird because as a kid I used to like take apart stuff all the time, and put it back, <laughs> put it back together, and. I would never break anything, but it was just, uh, it's just weird when it comes to things like that. I, I put design and like, like these things up on pedestals. Cause I feel like if I wash it the wrong way, it's, I'm going to wreck it or if I, <laughs> if I do, you know, something like that. Yeah. Well, Allie definitely has it as far as like be, you know, t- t- just taking like a regular old hat and doing a, uh, just a bunch of simple stuff to it. And all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, that is a completely different hat. I was I'm, I'm hoping that they do that at the boot store, you know, where I hope so. Yeah. So was it, was it already a, was it, a um, a, already a store that they just kind of I bought from someone? So, um, it seemed like they had like a ton of inventory already. I don't know if it was I something think, they were working so on. So I think they bought, and, and, and again, I could be way off with this. I think they bought a store, um, but then, um, got the inventory and the name and then moved locations. So they opened up a, br- oh. it's a brand new location, but I think the store was already, um, already there. Wow. So, um, so anyway, next time we're in Austin, let's go there and hopefully they'll have some hats too and we can we can buy a hat yeah um but anyway I, I, i'm gonna get off the highway here and and take a little bathroom break okay um which will be a good time for us to probably wrap wrap it How up where we've been going uh, it's been 40 minutes oh, that's 41 minutes great so anyway twig and Allie are living my best life because i went there for my 40th and we just spent 
you know, we'd we'd go to the gym during the day, and then t- uh, they'd be like, Do you "Oh, like let's this exit." I'm not sure. Sorry, I keep interrupting. Uh, either I think either probably fine. fine yeah, for okay. going to Fredericksburg. So much fucking traffic. But yeah, traffic sucks on a Sunday of all things. Um, but they would they were like well, they were like this is sort of what we do like the first night we we they they came out and um they were like there's a bunch of bunch of really good places obviously in austin let's go to this place we'll order like just a, an appetizer or two we'll order some drinks and hang out here for an hour then we'll go to another completely sweet place order a drink and an appetizer you know what i mean and i don't yeah. drink booze so like obviously like eating is if I'm down. And it was so much fun. And then uh, we spent a lot of time, like, hanging at their house. And Twig has this, like, unbelievable creative ability to to look at, like, a room. He just – he had this just – they had this regular old house. It was just, like, a big square. And now it's just, like, this wonderland of, like – I mean – I, I don't even know how to explain it. Just like the 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 ability to make a room completely different, like like t- yeah. taking out an entire wall and putting in like a bookshelf so you can grab books from either side, like replacing the wall with a two sided like bookshelf. Just like things like that, where you're just like, damn, dude, like how do you even think of this? Interior design is like. It's, people that can people that can it, do something like that, like you said, see a space and be able to transform it into this thing and have the vision to see it before it happens. So crazy, it's fucking insane. And then and then just like that guy. So his his whole his whole house is Jeez. is like that. And then um uh and then it, it, he's got a ton of room. So Gaelic Storm will just go to Austin, spend a bunch of time there. They have like family meals. Everyone crashes there. They record. You know what I mean? It's fucking awesome. That's if you got that house, or if you're thinking of buying a house soon and you guys get something like that, I'll bet. I bet we'll come up and do some kind of uh, some kind of rating retreat thing. That would be awesome. I actually I thought about that. I was like, if I get a, if I had a place, like I would love it. You know, I'm always coming down down to Virginia and stuff. It would be really cool if like we had shows in Massachusetts and then we could turn it into like the, the Northeast kind of writing, writing yeah. retreat or yeah, Northeast sure. practice sesh or hangout sesh. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But all right, I'm going to poop my pants. So I need to go in. All right. Everyone try to be creative, be creative, Everyone try to do something new. That's it. Yeah. Just try words to live. How by. hard is it? By John Markle. I sound like an asshole. No, you don't. It's fine. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. And we would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We do sincerely hope you all enjoy the show. And please remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there are still some things that make us all the same.
please her, please her, hold, squeeze and please that person, give them all your love, signify your feelings with every gentle caress, because it's so important to have that special 